In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All we who are baptized in Christ Jesus are baptized in his death. The old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin may be destroyed, that we may serve sin no longer. The five days of work in the Dominican Republic were divided up between two days of repairing a chapel in a little village named Pilon. Pilon is about a half an hour outside, south, southwest of the town of Bonica. Pilon is just at the edge of where running water is no longer available. Some of the homes in Pilon have running water, some don't. It's there in Pilon where I worked for a week three years ago. So the homes where we had been putting in cement floors um, were still there, and um, the people who live in those homes um, remember those of us who were there, or at least remember um, that some of us were there three years ago. The chapel there has been around for about 10 years and is already in need of a lot of wood um, to be replaced and um, in need of its first real coat of paint. So that is what we spent two days working on, is restoring the chapel or repairing the chapel, uh, and even painting something of a rarados on the wall so that um, those in this outlying village might have some visual connection to the 16th century church in the town of Bonica, where um, the parish mass is offered every day. On day three and day four, we were mixing cement and putting in concrete floors in the um, dwellings of, of two families. Meanwhile, a seminarian, actually, who's from this parish, whose face is on our Hall of Fame, Mauricio Portillo, who's studying in Madrid for this diocese and is assigned to Bonica for the summer, he and I canvas the neighborhood, uh, which meant walking up and down uh, cornfields and into um, corrugated metal huts and walking down many miles of, of unpaved road looking for children who needed to be baptized. And so after the many miles of walking and four days of canvassing, we found 20 children who um, were in need of the sacrament of baptism. There was something remarkable about the, um, the heaviness on everyone's faces as you approached a home, obviously not walking up immediately, uh, but from a distance shouting um, hello and asking for permission to approach uh, the little hut um, even closer. Many times it was only small children who were at home because the older ones were away, working for already in the day. Uh, frequently enough, you would come across uh, three little children, usually girls, who were already uh, boiling the water for the day's rice, and others were um, doing other chores. The only thing that would 
um, bring a smile to the face of one of these little ones who are already into the drudgery of the day, uh, was taking a photograph of one of them and then showing them their face. And then all of a sudden there was something, uh, something that just simply came, came out of them. They were both embarrassed and delighted to see their own face. When we had the opportunity to actually speak to a mother who was home, especially one um, in one hut where the, the baby was only eight days old and still had uh, a lot of the um, a lot of the white um, from uh, childbirth on on her face, the mother was obviously weary, um, not very communicative, partly because so many of the people there don't speak Spanish but speak Haitian Creole because uh, they've come across the river at Tabanica. The questions about her baby and how her baby is doing and when the baby was born were, were met with, um, with dry answers. And then when Mauricio was able to ask her through an interpreter, a 15-year-old girl who's already seven months pregnant, if she wanted her baby to be baptized, her face immediately lit up. Yes, of course, she wanted her baby baptized. And so the last day, the fifth day of our work there, consisted of the several hour affair of gathering all of these families together. One little girl was too ill to come, so almost all of the 20 in need of baptism came with their families in this little chapel that we had prepared and painted. And Father Weber reviewed all the paperwork to make sure that it was in order and made sure that all of the children had at least one godparent, if not two, so almost all of our uh, group members from St. John now have two, two brand new godchildren. And after uh, a lengthy catechesis in which Father had to preach in Spanish for stretches of time and then would have it translated into French Creole for those who couldn't understand Spanish, then, um, then he baptized all these little ones ranging from two weeks old to, to five years of age. It would have been hard to, to orchestrate a more perfect experience of assisting people materially and also assisting them spiritually. The corporal and the spiritual works of mercy resulted not just in some, um, some benefit which can be um, guessed, uh, but in the concrete fact that these children now are baptized into Christ our Lord, into his baptism and death, are no longer simply creatures of God with the potential of becoming adopted children of God, but are in fact inheritors to the kingdom of heaven. They might not have a meal every day, but they have a place already set aside for them by name at the heavenly wedding banquet. Even a little boy whose situation may very well be one of a kind of indentured servitude 
was thrilled and moved to tears that he was now a Christian, that he was now baptized. It was clear that in, in terms of the daily allotment of food or the daily assignment of work or the, the, the benefits or the, or the dangers that come from being Haitian and living in the Dominican Republic or being, in, being a Dominican but living on the outskirts of civilization, there were no civil benefits to being, to being baptized. But on so many faces, it was clear that they knew that their relationship with God had changed. A perhaps analogous encounter was one that I saw many times on the streets of Bonica whether it be walking to the center where the kids were staying and where we took our meals or walking to the soccer field or somewhere else. There were many times when from a block away or some distance, someone saw me and I saw them. It just seemed to be a little bit too far away to say hello just yet. And there was a, the, the, the grimness of life on their face. And and the grimness of life on their face still while their eyes were on me. And I can't count the, many, the number of times when my seeing them and saying hello and waving to them almost changed them into a different person, where they were almost giddy and giggling and smiling and saying hello and have a great day. When in, in casual um, Christian conversation, when we say to each other, God bless you, usually the other one replies, God bless you too. There was something about how in, in the Dominican Republic, when I would say God bless you to someone, they would just simply say, amen, amen, amen. They, they received it as something truly from God, not just as a matter of cordial conversation. It was something they wanted but didn't ask for. They were waiting for it but didn't prompt it. Something akin to the soul that knows that God is there that knows that there is a sacramental life, that knows that there are things that Christians do in their chapels and in their churches, and is just waiting to be asked, do you want your child baptized? Do you want to be baptized? And in the experience of the baptism, it's clearly different from simply a ceremony which imparts spiritual benefits, but something truly sacred in and of itself. 
In fact, I reminded the, the then brand new godparents that having witnessed a baptism, they had witnessed the death and resurrection of Christ. The grace of baptism is the grace of being able to participate, to carry in yourself the dying of Christ and the rising of Christ. Which means Christ crucified and Christ risen is present, is active in that baptism. After that, not knowing how long we will live, knowing that some will die at a young age and some at a very old age. We know that our lives are not merely lives of creatures who have been cleaned, but are lives of adopted sons and daughters who are permanently changed by their creator who live apart from a serious sin in communion with God. God dwells in them, in us. And so I ask you to pray for all of those little ones just baptized. Pray for their, their families. So many of them living with just their grandparents or their cousins or people who have adopted them. Pray for their new godparents. Pray especially for the ones who will lead the community in prayer in those outlying villages where they don't necessarily have Holy Mass even every week. In that town of Pilon, Many years ago, a 12-year-old was the one who was leading the prayers and gathering everyone who lived nearby. He eventually grew up to be the first priest ordained from that parish for that diocese of San Juan de la Maguana. And so he's, his vocation is deeply tied to the work of the priests of the Diocese of Arlington down there. He, in fact, Father Pedro Mateo, will be here next week preaching all the masses to tell us about his work in his parish in a different part of that same diocese. What he did as a 12-year-old and what others continue to do in many, many, many villages in those two parishes is water the seed that was planted at baptism with the word of God and with prayer, knowing that every soul in communion with Christ is almost a tabernacle. They are, they do live in the presence of God. They yearn for the priest to come to give them not only a blessing, but also the Holy Mass and to bring them our Lord's body and blood, soul and divinity. But they know that they are a Christian people. They know that they are united to a church of over a billion across the globe. They know that they have 
a dignity and the worth that the world will never be able to comprehend. And so we pray that all of us who are baptized may truly and always be dead to sin, to live only for Christ, to live for his glory, and to serve his kingdom. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.